Hey, this is It's All Downhill, and I'm Christy Brandon. Today, I'm talking to Jihan Sevier. She's an LA comedian and host of the F That podcast. I'll put some links in the show notes where you can find that and where to follow her at Jihan Sevier on both Instagram and Twitter. For now, just enjoy. Um, what you been doing during quarantine? Oh, uh, I started working. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so I just finished my second week of work, so... I, I got a job during the pandemic. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn. Hell yeah. Crazy. That's awesome. So yeah. are you, is that the nannying job that you were talking about in the email just now? Oh, it's a different one. I don't oh, have wow. that one anymore, Okay. Yeah, I'm a nanny. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, let's start like first, like I know you as a stand-up, but is that your main thing that you want to do? No. No. <laughs> It's what I do to make money because it pays well and I'm really good at it. But you do that I, for, as stand-up comedy? Say that again? Wait, do you do stand-up comedy and you make money doing that? No, I'm talking about nannying. Oh, I okay. Make, I was like, you know what? I don't make a lot of money doing stand-up yet. I was like, I know you <laughs> as a stand-up and then you said, I do it well and I make money. I was like, oh my God, are we talking about the same thing right now? Oh, I thought you were talking about nannying. Yeah, no. I do nannying because I'm good at it and I make a lot of money. That's awesome. It's, yeah. I've never wanted to do it forever. How so. did you get into it? Like, I know, I feel like so many people in big cities like nanny for people and I just don't even understand kids. So that blows <laughs> my people. mind. They're people. They're <laughs> probably easier to understand than adults because they're working uh and a deficit of you know trauma but they they uh <laughs> it's easier like it's uh, but it's basically like my mom she used to run a daycare she ran a daycare for like 20 plus years um my sister was a nanny and so it was just like natural and it is really difficult to start because if you don't have any experience it's hard to get people to trust you mm-hmm. to take care of their children um I've been taking care of kids since I was little so then when when I first like got my professional first professional job I just was like you know bullshitting but mostly because <laughs> you're like because I, I get it though <laughs> yeah no but I had taken care of kids but like people don't care if you know if you took care of kids when you were like 15 they're like that doesn't count for some reason I don't know mm-hmm. why that wouldn't count but it's not as impressive so um you know that part (laughs) you just got to get one person to like take a chance on you and it could even be like a family friend or something Mm -hmm. uh and if you like babysit for them or something consistently for at least like a year then you can start finding other jobs that's crazy and like Okay, well, so so is stand-up the thing that you want to do, like comedy and that kind of stuff? Or do you, are you doing, like, writing or other stuff, too, or, like... Um, yeah, so I went to college for musical theater. Ooh! So, yeah, so... <laughs> this was not in the trajectory originally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never wanted to do stand-up, but it just kind of, like, happened, um... I had met this girl because I started. I had um, I had started writing, mm-hmm. but no one had ever read anything I wrote. So I was like, "Is it funny?" So um, I met with a mutual a mutual friend, 
like uh, someone I knew who knew someone who wrote. And uh, they basically like read my stuff and like gave me feedback. And I was like so grateful because I had just moved back to LA and I didn't have a lot of like friends. Like I have friends who lived here already, but like they were already, they had their own lives, you know, and they like lived far away. So like any kind of core group, I didn't really have yet. And so I was like, so thankful that she like helped me. Yeah. And she was a stand-up, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And she ran a mic. And I remember like a few weeks later, I was like, oh, she runs that mic. Uh, I think she runs a mic every Friday. I should like go support her, you know? so I was off I got off work I was working at coffee bean at the time and I and I uh uh went to this mic and every comic who got up like it was mostly men uh mostly white men Mm -hmm. and which is hilarious because her mic was named after black women that's another story but it's kind of hilarious that most of the guys were white men and like every dude who went up like when they started dying they would go to suicide jokes and dead baby jokes suicide dead baby mm-hmm. and i was like what the hell is going on like do they all have the same script like i don't understand i was like why is everyone doing the same kind of material and i was like i could be funnier than this <laughs> so then you know I tried it and it was really hard and I was like I just talked about work which is boring kind of but I got a couple chuckles here and there so it was enough for me to be like you know what maybe if I actually put effort into this I could be good at it mm-hmm. and, I, and, it, and it felt really natural to me to be on stage because I'm used to being on stage it was the having your own like speaking your own words that you wrote that's the scary that was what was scary for me not being on stage i fucking live for the stage (laughs) i'm a performer (laughs) yes i'm a performer (laughs) but (laughs) but yeah but usually i'm talking like i'm speaking or singing other people's words i'm not it's not my own so it's easier there's kind of a, a a comfort and a protection uh, with that yeah but yeah but when you're saying your own like things that you wrote and you're like I think this is funny and but it might not be you know so, and it's and terrifying not, it hurts it's instant rejection mm-hmm. yeah that's true so did you grow up in LA and then move somewhere else and then come back no I grew up in the Bay Area oh, okay and cool. then yeah and then I came I went to college here in Los Angeles mm-hmm. And then I left. I went back home because I couldn't afford to live here because yeah. I didn't have a job, you know, and I was 19. Mm-hmm. And so I went home and um, I just did theater. Um, I didn't graduate from college. Um, it was too expensive. That's really why I left. Like, they were like, you don't have no money. And I was like, ooh, you right. So I left. <laughs> So I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> so I went home and I just did, I did theater. Like I actually booked my first like professional theater job, like probably about six or seven months out of college, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. And that was, that's its own experience that we don't have time to get into. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was 
crazy and long. Um, and I lived in the mountains for three months. But uh, yeah, that was fun. But yeah, and so I did that for about four and a half years, five years. Like right when I was starting to like kind of get popping mm-hmm. in the Bay Area theater scene, I was like, bye, I'm going back to LA. And uh, <laughs> I left. <laughs> Yeah, and I came back here and I had to start all over because, you know, it's different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everybody's new. So tell me about like, and then is that when you got, is it, was it your first nannying job? The one that you wanted to talk about? No, the one I want to talk about is not my first job. This is, this happened recently. This is fresh. Okay. All right. So you moved to LA and then, you know, some stuff happened. You get adjusted. You start doing stand-up. You start doing some nannying jobs. And then this Mm -hmm. happens. Yes. I actually worked for a family for three years before, before this particular job I'm telling you about. (laughs) Yeah. So I came here. It took about two years to find a job a nanny job they're very like it's very hard to get a nanny job it's either very easy like it happens super quick or it takes forever um because people are indecisive and it's a very weird kind of job Mm -hmm. because it's a job but it's personal because you're in people's homes yeah it's super weird as a concept like I know that people need child care but like it's weird yeah it is (laughs) yeah so like I um had met this person uh in the summer when I was still working for the family I I worked for for three years Mm -hmm. and uh, I only had one kid because the other kid was at sleepaway camp so I had him and my nephew so my nephew comes and stays with me twice a year and they're like yeah they're like little buddies they have their little bromance uh <laughs> like twice a year so I had the two boys and we I took them to a trampoline park like a trampoline place have you been to one of those I am so excited that that exists I <laughs> see that's the best part about being a nanny because okay yeah you have to take care of kids but if they're older kids it's so fun because you get to do all the like all the fun kid shit that you don't get to do mm-hmm. as an adult and you don't even have to pay for it. Like, it's the best. <laughs> we go go-kart racing. We go to trampoline places. We go, like, to the movies. We do all kinds of shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mini <laughs> golf. All that stuff. Arcades. Batting cages. All kinds of stuff. Like, fun stuff. Wow. So, yeah. So, I took him to um, this trampoline place, and I met this person. And she was looking for someone um, who, like, cooked and baked and I do both of those things Mm -hmm. and I was like yeah I'm trying to look for a new job because the family that I was working for they're amazing I love them to death um they just didn't have the hours I needed and I needed to make more money I wasn't Mm -hmm. making a lot of money so yeah um she like inquired about me and she like um she got my phone number and she reached out to me and like asked me if I um was like interested and she told me all about the job and then I like met her and I didn't realize the first time I saw her that she was an actress I didn't realize till the second time I saw because she just looked different mm-hmm. and then she wasn't as put together and then when I saw her for the interview she looked like 
who like she's not like okay and i don't want people to get like oh my god like who is this person <laughs> like this person you probably wouldn't even know her if you like if i just told you her name you'd be like who mm-hmm. and then i would have to be like this person who was in this and this and you'd be like oh okay yeah i remember that show or i remember that movie mm-hmm. but i didn't see it <laughs> 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 you know okay. but I knew she was because uh she was on a tv show that I really liked like a long time ago mm-hmm. and so I realized who she was when I met her the second time I was like oh wow this is crazy so then <laughs> she talks my fucking ear off uh which was crazy because I actually had to go pick up a kid after this thing and she was like running over and I was like okay uh-huh. I didn't want to be rude and be like, oh. like get it can we like tie it up? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, <laughs> so then she was like, I didn't hear from her for a little bit. And then she was like, oh, well, like, I want you. I want to hire you. And I was like, oh, well, I, I, I got hired for another job. So I got hired for uh, um, to um, nanny these two little kids for about a month. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I have a month long assignment um but I can start after that if you want if you're still interested and she's like I guess I don't have a choice you know (laughs) I was like sure Mm -hmm. so I got that job and I started at the end of October and you know I was making more than I ever made um so the government was taking so much of my money and (laughs) I just like never experienced that before so I was just like oh my god when I get my check I was like what (laughs) jesus christ oh that's all my money and so um (laughs) she just was like a lot like her kids had a lot of issues like um like regarding like they were on the spectrum Mm. and one of them had behavioral issues but they were nothing compared to her like i can tell I can handle kids like all day, all night. I have no problem handling children. It's adults. That, <laughs> it's always adults that are the problem. Always. Um, she was just very like, oh, man. She's overbearing. She was condescending, and um. She was uh, a micromanager. So then she tells me when I first get hired, I'm not going to micromanage you, you know? <laughs> that always yeah. means they're going to micromanage you. <laughs> she's like, you know what you're doing, la, 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 la. And, you know, she's like, I'm not like these other moms, you know? I'm, <laughs> you know, they're all really uptight and la, 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 you know? I'm very familial, la, 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 right? And I'm like, all right. So she seems cool. Uh, I'm usually a pretty good judge of character. I mean, there were some red flags, but I just kind of ignored them because I needed to work. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right. So I had to cook. I cooked all the meals for the children. So I made their breakfast. I made their lunch. I made their dinner. Okay. Um, These children were on a very strict diet because she like treated their autism with diet and supplements Mm. so they had a lot of different supplements they had to take throughout the day every day 
and they can only eat certain kinds of food. So I was making basically the same foods all the time, every week, um, like the same five or six foods. And, um, but it was a lot of work because like I had to make their bread from scratch and um, they, they ate this like gluten-free bread. So like if I had to make bread, I couldn't go to the grocery store that day because this bread took like an hour and a half to bake. So, oh <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I'm, I'm working, I'm just working 10 hour days, sometimes longer. So I'm work, I'm giving her minimum 50 hours a week. All right. Yikes. And I was just like, you know what? This is fine. Um, I'm just going to pay my debt down. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this job for two years max. Then I'm going to get the fuck out and never nanny again. Okay. <laughs> because I was making that much money. Do you know what I'm saying? So I was like, after the first half of the year, I could pay my debt down and then I could start saving money and be the fuck out of here in a year. You know what I'm saying? That's good. Yeah. That was the plan. Yeah. <laughs> that plan did not go according. Oh. So I ended up, um, I, she knew I was a comedian because she had Googled me, you know, mm. and she saw that I had a podcast and I was like, oh yeah, you know, whatever. And so and she would always ask me stuff about it. You know how people are. Mm. Like, oh, you're a comedian. La, 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 la. <laughs> are you, you going to put this in one of your bits? Oh yeah. They always say skits. I'm like, oh, <laughs> ew, don't use that word. <laughs> yeah. And so <laughs> So yeah, and then they're like, don't do this. Don't put this in your skit. Ah. Uh, I'm like, oh, God bless you. You're not interesting enough. Um, but yeah, so I had asked her, so like the protocol for like, if you need a day off. So there were certain days that I had off before I started working. Cause I told her like, like Christmas, I need it off because mm-hmm. my family, I was spending time with my family. Um, and, but she knew that before I even started but I don't really ask for a lot of days off. So, but if I do, it's usually for something very specific and it's always way in advance. So I, I sent her an email on like January 3rd, um, asking for three days off at the end of February. So I'm giving her two months notice. Uh, and I also asked that if it was possible this is what i said right because you know you can ask but it doesn't mean you'll get but you'll never get if you don't ask right Mm -hmm. so i asked if it was possible if i could get off one hour early not the whole day (laughs) one hour early so instead of leaving at six leave at five so that i can record my podcast because i record my podcast on mondays um like every other monday or whatever Mm-hmm. and um I emailed her then she sent me this um email because everything's through her uh she has like a business team mm. so it's like through them and stuff so I have to cc her and them in this in like whatever like days I want off or anything like that or like schedule change um so she sends me an email saying hey you don't have to come in on Monday because I'm going to take the boys to Disneyland for their Christmas present because, or whatever, because it was, it was New Year's, but like, that was like a promise from Christmas. So they weren't in school. So she's like, I'm going to take them to Disneyland uh, Sunday and we're going to stay overnight. Um, 
And so we're not going to come back till later Monday. So you don't have to come to work Monday because I'm mostly, I'm like cooking and doing stuff like that. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, okay. So she's like, so enjoy your day off and you have time to do your podcast comedy. That's what she said. Like, <laughs> That's weird. That's a little weird. Yeah. That she said it that way, mm-hmm. but I was like, whatever. I was like, all right, see you Tuesday or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then on Tuesday, no, not Tuesday, Monday morning, she sends me an email and she said, me and my business team have reviewed your request and this doesn't work for my household. So this is serving as a letter of termination. What? Yes. <laughs> yes. I had only worked there like two and a half months, right? Wow. Barely. I worked there November, December, and I, she fired me January. Because I started end of October, and she fired me beginning of January. So, yeah. Right? So, like, maybe, like, um, two months and two weeks. Wow. So, it is, like, two, two and a half months, okay? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And I was just, like, at first, I was, like, what? I started laughing. Because I was, like, is this, are you serious? So, I send a, uh, <laughs> I send an email, like, I, I don't understand. I was like, yeah, I was like, if I can't get the days off, that's fine. Like, I don't understand why you're firing me. And then she's like, you just, you, um, I'm not going to be in the emails anymore. Just email the business lady directly. <laughs> and I was just like, what? And she's like, oh, and the DNR still, I mean, the, uh, D, uh, what is it? DNA. Oh, oh, what is it? The, the, the um, man, I can't, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, where you can't talk about stuff. Yeah, not DNR. That's do not resuscitate. <laughs> um, it's the uh, NDA. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, the NDA s- still stands or whatever. And I'm like, wow. And she said no hard feelings. And she, she typed this, okay? She literally typed these words. She typed no hard feelings. She typed NDA, NDA still is um, effective. And she was like, thanks for caring for the boys during this time. (laughs) And I was just like, huh? Like it didn't make any sense to me. And I was just like, this is fucking insane. Um, most people would just say no. And it kind of is crazy because she's like one of those Hollywood people. So it's kind of like, she has her own opinions, but she doesn't really voice her opinions because she's in that system. And so, yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I thought you were like for women and for like people of color and all this shit. Right. And they always tell, they're always saying women don't ask for what they want. That's why they're not as far ahead in the scene, you know, in, in, in the, in like work, um, in like, you know, in high level positions. And here I am asking for what I want. And she fires me and she's a woman. And I was just kind of like, okay, whatever. (laughs) Like all that's full of shit. I better never see her giving a speech about fucking supporting women. (laughs) 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 Cause she wanted my life girl. I was giving her 50 hours a week. The week she fired me, the week before she fired me, I worked 56 hours. Oh my God. That's a lot. I worked two 12 hour days back to back. That's too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, I, the other thing that you usually, like, just request off and you're like, maybe I get, will get it, maybe I won't, is, like, a restaurant job or something. And, like, I've yeah. never, I've never Almost any job is that, that bad by a restaurant. 
even a corporate job, like you have so many days off mm-hmm. and you still have to put in a request. She, in her, I know exactly what she thought. Cause in her mind, she's like, if she's asking for all this, like she's just going to ask for more and I'm just not willing to give anything up. Right. So she's like, I might. If she wants a day off, what's next? Basic rights? No. Yeah, she's like, I'm just gonna nip this in the bud, so I don't have to. So it's not an issue later. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. That part. Yikes. So then, what did you do? Like, well, it was very devastating at that first day because I was like, <laughs> "Fuck, how am I gonna pay my rent?" Mm-hmm. Because I hadn't started saving yet. I only worked there two months. I was still paying things off, like. I'm still paying down debt, right? Yeah. I'm still in that stage. <laughs> I was supposed to be in that stage for at least the next four months, okay? So it was like, okay, this is fucking up my plan. How am I gonna make money? So I cried a little. Mm-hmm. My friend came over, we hung out, and then I was like, all right, I gotta find a new job. So I called my agency. Uh, I'm in the nanny agency, mm. but this job I didn't find through my agency, so there was no protection. And so I call my agency and I'm like, "Hey, um, is there any temp work?" And I got a job the next day. Um, Good, a temp job, um, nannying for this, this little boy, and um, I've just been doing temp work ever since, and it's a fucking blessing in disguise <laughs> <laughs> because because. If I would have stayed at that job, I wouldn't be able to do anything. Yeah. Like, I would have money, but nowhere to go, uh, nowhere to spend it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I would be sad. <laughs> I'd be sad and tired. Like, that's what I was. I was like, I couldn't stay out late. So I would leave work. I was working six to six. So, and I'm supposed to get like a two hour break in the middle of the day, whenever I want. Mm-hmm. while kids are in school but when the kids are not in school I work 12 hours that's insane yes and so um yeah I, w- I was I was working I would get off at six o'clock get in my car drive to the nearest mic and hopefully I could either I knew someone who ran the mic so they could put me up mm-hmm. or I get there early enough to be early on the list or something or get pulled fast so I could do maybe one more mic and then I had to go home and go to bed because I had to be back at work at 6 a.m. Yeah. So I really I wasn't at my house for most of the day for more than half of the day I would I was out of my house for probably like 15 hours a day. Oh my god. So it was like yeah I had no time to do shit. I couldn't do nothing like on the weekends. Yeah. But Sunday that shit cuts off at 10 o'clock. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and like, I, do you know about the improv mic? They have a mic on Sunday nights and sometimes it goes late. So like, I couldn't oh, yeah. go to that mic. That mic's yeah. done. Can't go to that one. I was not making the comedy store one because I got off too late and she lives on the East side. So mm-hmm. it was just like, I wasn't able to do anything that I the whole reason for the job was to do those, be able to do those things yeah, more freely. <laughs> and I had accepted that. I was like, okay, for the, you know, like maybe I can like not do that for just like the next few months or whatever. And then, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's why I was like, that's why I asked. I was like, cause if I just could leave an hour earlier, 
I will just take one of those hours, the two hours that I get off in the middle, work through that hour, which I've done before many times. Because mm-hmm. sometimes that's just how it works. And just leave at five. But it, I was like, but there's another nanny who's there. So it's not like, it's not like, oh, she has to come home early. Mm-hmm. Or, or there's no one there. She had a nanny living in the house. So there's a night nanny who lives there. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm the day, I was the daytime weekday nanny. Okay. So I got him ready for school and stuff. Then there's a weekend nanny. Wow. Okay. So one nanny lived there. So she was already at the house because she had to start at six anyway. So yeah. she's already home by five o'clock. Wow. So, so <laughs> yeah. And I had, I asked her, I said, I'm going to ask her if I can like, leave early like but if is it okay with you if you start early you know if I ask her and she says it's okay or if it's up to you you know mm-hmm. and she was like I don't care that's fine with me and so I was like all right so I just asked that you know but it, it like worked out because um <laughs> I feel so much freer um before corona hit I had planned to like, do, <laughs> I had planned to like do a bunch of temp work and then I was going to go to New York for like a month or two and just mm-hmm. live there because, because I'm like free. Yeah. That would have been <laughs> awesome. I, yeah. And I could do that. And I had already found a nanny agency in New York that wanted me mm-hmm. so I could work while I was there and like do stand up, like see my family. I have family that lives there. And I would like, if I was still working with her, I couldn't do that mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. So now, I mean, besides Corona, like now, what are you, what are you working on and like, what stuff do you want to plug? Or do you want to talk a little bit about what your podcast is about so that it's like kind of a better plug at the end? <laughs> yeah, it's um, basically it's me and a co-host um, or mash and we, it's called F that podcast. And basically <laughs> Uh, we have a guest on and we tell stories. Um, we used to tell stories um, when we came to some kind of um, crossroads in our lives and we decided to say F that and like what. <laughs> Topical, and, like, perfect. <laughs> exactly. And then like what perspired uh, as a result of making that decision. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's fun. It's comedy. Uh, sometimes most of the stories are fun, funny. They're not always funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we don't require the story to be funny either because we're funny. So it's going to be funny anyway. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Uh, Because believe it or not, we talk a lot about death on that show, but it's hilarious. Uh, it's hilarious. So, um, yeah, I'm doing like working on that podcast, trying to build it up trying to build up our YouTube channel. Um, I'm trying to get more subscribers. I re- like, ideally I would, um, stop doing nannying and work as a touring comic and make money doing that and making money doing my podcast. Like, that's what I, that's like my goals mm-hmm. for the next couple of years. So, um, yeah, yeah, I need to build that channel up girl. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. You will. You will.
Okay, that's it. That was the interview. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on whatever podcasting service you use so you don't miss the next episode. I update every Wednesday. Follow me on social media at Downhill Pod or if you want to email me, maybe you have comments. Maybe you want to be on the podcast. Send an email to alldownhillpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure to follow Jihan at Jihan Sabir on Instagram and Twitter and check out her podcast. It's called F That. There's going to be a link to that and all of the other things in the show notes. Love you. Bye.